Thank you for downloading this month in Drinking History, a comedy drinking game show where comedians compete to avoid picking up the bar tab. Just so you know, we do drink during these recordings, so as with every good pub conversation, some information will be inaccurate, facts can become distorted, and lies may be told. So grab your drink and join us. This month in drinking history. Ha, 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 ha. Hello and welcome to this month in drinking history, a drink along comedy podcast. So we got a full cast here today. Elliot's on board as well. Hello, Elliot. Hello. Hello. <laughs> the pub landlord is in. So we'll start off. We always do with who drink our cheers. Thomas. Hello. I am Thomas Craven, uh, Welshman, comedian. And uh, cold man today is, is quite cold. And uh, my cheers this week is Yamas, the Greek for cheers. And uh, what I'm drinking this week is Doomba, which is pretty much an old man drink, but it's in uh, recognition of my dad coming down. So cheers, old man. Right. So, uh, John, wh- who drink or cheers? Okay, so um, I didn't wasn't sent the show format before. <laughs> so if you could explain what I'm meant to be doing. Uh, you are supposed to tell us. A bit about yourself. A bit about myself. Hi, my name is John. Um, a Scottish guy, a comedian, and I'm also cold. Um, <laughs> I am not drinking this evening purely based on the fact I was drinking heavily last evening. Um, so that's why I thought two nights in a row, that's an issue. Amateur. Yeah. So and then, <laughs> so and then I have to say something that's cheers. Ah, cheers. Any cheers, cheers you like. Um, well, Yamas is a good one. Uh, sometimes followed up by Yamas Esegia, mm-hmm. which I think means. Have you got gear? Get it, get it, don't <laughs> you? Just get, get, swallow it. Just swallow it, don't you? Um, I, I'm quite. I'm, you know me. I'm, I'm a simple man. I just would probably go, cheers. <laughs> so, like, actually, no one's ever done that yet. With, so well mu- done. with as much emotion as that as well, to just go, cheers. As, as, as the emotion that a guy from the west coast of Scotland can muster. Yeah, that's pretty much like, I mean, that me saying cheers could be soundtracked by Endless Love with Lionel Richie. It's, <laughs> it's that kind of emotion that's running through it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling mm-hmm. it, man. Um, and if I say another thing, uh, no, that's, 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 that's you cool. have fulfilled your contractual Thanks obligation for that. for that first round. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Thank you, Elliot. So, Paul. Hello, uh, I'm Paul McDaniel. Uh, I am a Northern Irish man uh, living in Glasgow, uh, comedian. Um, I uh, I I am drinking. I'm not drinking alcohol either because I'm boring. And uh, but I'm drinking Coke Zero, which you've very nicely bought for me. Uh, a nice big bottle of Coke Zero. Um, I do drink a lot of Coke Zero. Um, there's no interesting fact there, but uh, <laughs> I yeah uh, I I I'm sort of trying not to drink too much, but uh, it's difficult, isn't it, in life? Um, my cheers. I was gonna do cheers, big ears, but that's quite a childish one, and I don't think ever anyone's really used it since you know primary school. Um, so I think I might go for chin chin. I don't know if that's been used already. No, no, chin chin's a good because, one. Because uh, that's the one that is used throughout the film with Neil and I. Richard E. Grant's character with Neil uh, uses Chin Chin throughout that. So uh, I think he's the best movie drunk of all time. So, uh, yeah, that's that's, that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's move on in the first round. 
So we'll start with this month's reason for drinking. So we'll go straight to Thomas. And Thomas, can you give us this month's reason for drinking? Hello, yes. My reason for drinking this month is because I think, as a callback to earlier, being a cold man, that the weather today is somewhere between brisk to Baltic, because it was minus four today in Glasgow when I checked. Really? T-shirt weather. T-shirt weather, exactly. I thought, you said, so I, th- I thought you said Taoiseach weather, which oh. is like the, the Irish... <laughs> the Irish Prime Yeah, yeah, Taoiseach, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cold, you now. become... Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like the Grinch. <laughs> I don't even know the name of the Taoiseach now. It used to be... Is he the Polish? Uh, he's, he's Polish descent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. <laughs> Lovely guy. So there you go. I'm just drinking to Sorry. warm my cockles, <laughs> if you will. Yeah? <laughs> and that's probably an expression no one fucking uses at all. Well, you are drinking old man beer. So I am, well exactly. have old man expressions. So we'll move on. John, what's your this month's reason for drinking? Uh, my excuse for drinking would probably just be the state of the world in general. There's a lot of horrible shit happening. Um, Comedy podcast. Um, <laughs> I know that um, this week... Um, the, so the date, what's the date today? It's the... 19th. The 19th. 18th. So 18th, 18th of November. November. Um, and yesterday Dated. I watched the 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 interview with Prince Andrew, um, which, mm. no, again, an ideal start for a comedy podcast. No. But I did find myself <laughs> getting so fucking angry, just going, you dirty lying bastard. <laughs> I know I might get done for libel and I might die in a tunnel. Oh, no, that's, right, that's opinion. Yeah, that's we say it, that's opinion. everything is alleged unless proved Disney later. sweat. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't fucking sweat? Reptiles, apparently. There's, there's yeah. actual yeah. pictures of the man sweating. sweating. <laughs> that is the worst. Well, the thing is, he said he didn't sweat during the, the periods of time that he was accused of being a paedophile. Mm. So, that, which is, he's, he can sweat now, like, I mean, I just he, he couldn't sweat then. For, for, I mean, he doesn't build up a sweat <laughs> during the act of being a paedophile, allegedly. <laughs> Imagine if there was a game of paedophile talk trumps. Uh, <laughs> sweating yeah, yeah. would be a good You'd, you'd, if you had him, you'd win every time. Someone uh, needs to make sweat, that pack. Sweat level. <laughs> sweat level pedo. Yeah, I have um, already seen a comedian do material about it, about that interview last wow. night. Uh, Mark Nelson did some comedy. It was very good. Right in there. No fucking about. Topical. Um, pedo top trumps, though. Yeah, That's the number yeah. one Christmas gift this year, I think. You know? <laughs> it's just that there's just so much. I bet the BBC make it. <laughs> <laughs> Savile's got to be the god tier like he's yeah, coming yeah. to fucking wreck everyone right well, well see if you have watched it as it, it, they're just there's the fact that he's able to recall going to a pizza express that is the weirdest part of the walking, whole thing isn't it right yeah. <laughs> and it's the only time he's ever ever went to a pizza express and that's why he specifically remembers going to that pizza express mm-hmm. yet cannot seem to remember some other really quite basic <laughs> things yeah. so he's like more bigger life events yeah like yeah. going to an island Epstein's <laughs> <laughs> island they yeah. flew there on I believe the plane was called Lolita didn't you know that <laughs> yeah. that's Epstein's plane was is that true Lolita yeah. yes wow. it was such a blatantly gone I don't care mm. I'm too big uh, he made his money by blackmailing people taking him oh. to the island basically doing the thing and he thought it was untouchable and I mean, then uh, the other thing with the whole Epstein thing is I've fell out with quite a lot of people over the years <laughs> Because I'm a man of very a very strong moral compass. <laughs> and if I think that somebody's an arsehole, then I just go, fuck you. And I don't talk to them anymore. Mm. But I've never, ever felt the need to go and visit them at their home for four days. Yeah. And go for a walk in the park. Because he's honourable. What about people yeah. that have been to Pizza Express? Do you write them off? 
<laughs> Basic Express is all right. Um, I've, I've never visited the Woking branch. No. Uh, Do you so think I that's going to get a blue plaque outside it now? The, the anyway. One I did see on um, Saturday night when it got broadcast. I don't know if you've seen the tweet that Pizza Express put up, but it was like a picture of a laptop, and it was like 9, 9 p.m. switch off laptop, the 10 p.m. 200 WhatsApp messages saying check your phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I, I think just generally things like of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, Boris Johnston, Johnson, sorry, I've uh, tried to jazz him up a bit there. Um, all that stuff, it just makes me a bit sad. And that's why you're drinking. So that was quite a journey, John, thank yeah, you. Sorry, I know that that's again comedy podcast. <laughs> you weren't maybe expecting such hard hitting topical subjects. Sorry, I've got the gin, I don't care. So we'll move on. So what you, hopefully you're going to line up a bit now, Paul. <laughs> not, not Paul, what's your really. this month's reason for drinking? Well, my reason, uh, it would be three reasons, a three-pronged reason. First, uh, for reasons of stress due to having to compare, which I, I'm, I'm new to comparing. So I had to compare a gig. And the the audience interaction was difficult. I, 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 I d- was this Red Raw? It was, yeah. Because I saw your name on I the list for the Red Raw. Yeah, and I yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, McDaniel. Yeah. Is an MC? And I don't take that the wrong I, way. No, no, no. I, I've recently started doing it. Um, so I've done it about four times, and Red Raw was the fifth time. So um, it's probably too, maybe too soon for me to do it, Red Raw. But I think the audience chat at the start, maybe just you had to do five minutes at the start, and then just five minutes in the second bit. So the five minutes in the second bit was okay, but the five minutes at the start, I maybe struggled with chatting to the audience. So I ended up uh, drinking quite a lot <laughs> so uh, to like uh, you know get through the night. But I think it was okay. I think everyone starts somewhere. I sort of chatted a wee bit to the audience, but I think comparing and hosting is just a, a different a different animal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, you've compared yeah, quite a lot. I've se- uh, you compared a gig I did recently in Falkirk, was it? It was Bill Dewar was on, uh, Tyrion Boyd. Robert Burns' birthplace. That's it, yes. What do you call it? That's right. going to bug me. Craig Elliott, look it up. Quick, Alloway. Alloway. Ah, right, 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 right. the Robert Burns Museum. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll either um, do it. We'll make it look like you just said it bang yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was just such a memorable gig. That's why I remember so much about everything about it. <laughs> yeah. It was actually a good gig. It was good. Uh, it ended yeah. up okay. But, um, yeah. I was just fine them seeing... Just try and talk to people yeah. and just make them feel at ease. Because if you make them feel at ease, then they're more likely to laugh. Yeah. And that's, again, that's not meant to be a, a slant against you. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think that you would have emceed because sometimes you've got quite an awkward way about you Abs- on stage. Yeah. But yeah, that is your yeah. persona. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's the worry about audience interaction and chatting to the audience. You sort of worry that it's going to just go nowhere and you kind of have to rely on it and just go, ah, oh, fuck it, just ask people stuff and see where it goes and hopefully it'll be funny and uh, you know oh <laughs> dear yeah. so what was what was number two well <laughs> the, the two reasons uh but i think it, it probably was better it went better than i think i was just um it was a bit i felt tough but uh the second reason would also be um i went to a gig uh, a music gig lightning bolt i don't know if you've heard of them like a two-piece band and uh, the drummer had wears like a ski mask with a microphone stuck to his face they're very loud and noisy, and I was in the mosh pit, so I don't know if you can imagine me in the mosh pit. It's quite weird. Were you S- lost? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but I I was a bit scared. But I thought uh, my friend Nev, who's also a comedian, uh, shout out to Nev. He was he went in, 
to sort of I think we were sort of reliving our youth, and I went, oh fuck it, I'll go into. And uh, so yeah, I, I after I needed a drink, I felt like a, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'll just have a drink. So the third reason would be uh, coming second in Scottish Comedian of the Year. Um, not in for negative reasons. I think it was just there was a lot of free drink backstage. Nice. So well, you certainly earned it. I had a lot of Haribo. The Haribo was better. It was more <laughs> enjoyable. But, uh, yeah, those are my reasons. They are good reasons. We'll move on. So we'll move on to round two, and this is the make an alco ad round. So we'll go first with Thomas. Thomas, can you give us this month's alco ad? Yes, I can indeed. I uh, don't know if anyone remembers the uh, the Judder Man advert. Yes, you guys remember that? I yeah. do. Yes. Yeah. Was it Smirnoff Face or something? It was. It was Mets, which I never oh, tried, yeah. but it was like an alco pop. I think you know, like the beware that Judder Man mm. made it. It's scary as fuck. <laughs> it was. Uh, shipped me up in the 90s as a child yeah. seeing that. That and I really wanted hooch, but I wasn't allowed it because I'd be a mad alky by now. So my advert is based on that. So I'm just thinking like a, a haunted backdrop, a sort of fucking creepy marionette thing of a Ned. And the, the narrator just goes, beware the Jakey shakes. <laughs> And that's pretty much it. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> so that's like an ad against alcohol. I'm like, it is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We try and perpetuate a message here, which is <laughs> fucking drink responsibly. Don't get the fucking shakes from drinking too much like a mad bastard. You there could you get go. JK from Jamiroquai. JK, JK yeah. shakes. <laughs> he does shake. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a a it's quite a mover. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking a Jamiroquai level moves on a on a Ned puppet. <laughs> so we'll move on then. That's a good one, Thomas. We'll go. Cool. So, John, what is your <laughs> advert for alcohol? Okay, you set the scene. Uh, man, regular guy, just walks in a bar, and he sees pint of lager, and they say, he says, what kind of what kind of lager do you want? And the guy says, you can have Carlin or you can have Foster's. And he'll say, oh, they'll just take a Foster's. And then they'll just come up with then Foster's. At least it's better than Carlin. <laughs> <laughs> so the two shittest <laughs> laggers you get in pubs. And if you had the choice between Foster's or Carlin, uh, Carlin is very gassy, I find. Uh, and it tastes like shit. Yeah, <laughs> Whereas yeah. Foster's is kind of, tastes a wee bit like shit, but it's not too gassy. <laughs> I'm liking it. I'm, I'm, it's probably a lawsuit, but I, I'm. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, well, he's, not, he's not wrong. Listen, the people for Carlin can come at me. Send <laughs> <laughs> um, them. I'm not going to drink their product. That's it. Fuck uh, I'm a strong advocate against Carlin Lager. It's Th- horrible. There's something I can get I behind. That's, that's, that's a protest I want to see in the streets. It's just really no nice. <laughs> I think um, the worst lager, I think, is Joker. Is that a lager? Is that not an IPA? Yeah. Is that an IPA, yeah. right? That's sure. awful. I, I mean, I'm sorry, but surely Tenants has got to get a, a lucky See, one. Whoa, 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 whoa. I like I'm Tenants. Just, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I like no. Tenants. I like I will put sorry. you down. Let's roll that You're a big man, but you're a sheep. Do not ever speak badly at Tenants. Tenants was my first sort of Tenants is just, you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah, shite. Yeah, it's It's very much the strongbow of lager it's just decent it? and I mean if there was west there then obviously you've got to take a west oh, but of if course, there's yeah. a tenants and there's nothing else you go I know exactly what I'm getting here I think yeah. Thomas struck a chord there with Johnny yeah. like whoa whoa you're well, just I mean, uh, the, the only Welsh uh, beer I can think of is Brains, brains. and that is fucking ah, awful I've had come Brains out, I'll come yeah. out and just say fuck Brains it's bad beer so there you go you I lived in Wales for a year so I drank Brains 
Oh, you, how, do you, how come you sound like a zombie when you say that? I, I, <laughs> I try I drag brains. Sad more brains. I think with me, it's, uh, I'm, I just drink lager. I don't really mess mm. about. I occasionally have spirits, but I don't drink any beer or IPA or anything. So I, I consider myself a connoisseur or basic of bro. lagers. Yeah. Um, but Tenants is kind of like the equivalent of, um, I don't know, like Domino's, like yeah. right. I mean, you know, it's no the best pizza in the world. Yeah, but you know exactly. Wait, solid, solid, solid choice. Right. I, I would. Would you care to do a top five choice of lagers being oh, the connoisseur? Okay. I mean, it's, sorry to put you on the spot, but <laughs> okay. I would like to hear uh, John Gavin's top five. Favorite at the moment. Wait, is wait, 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 wait a minute. Give us some music for this one, Elliot. Ah, okay. <laughs> John Gavin's top five <laughs> drink tips. <laughs> but um, if I had to go for a five, um, I probably would put tenants in at number five. And number mm. five. Tenants at number five is a solid, oh, solid yeah. performer, mid-table, no fucking about. Number uh, four. Number four, I probably <laughs> put St. Mungo. Mm, good um, I like it. Uh, yeah, I like it's a nice cracking pint. Number um, three. Asahi. Uh, it's a Japanese lager. It's very, very crisp. When it's nice and cold, it's so refreshing. It just goes down like water. It's just delicious. Number two. Number two, I would probably put... Um, I, I, probably some people would sneer at it, but I do like a San Miguel. Uh, it's just San Miguel oh, yeah. and it's nice and chilled. Lovely. Lovely, lovely beer. Or, no, in fact, fuck that. Fuck Sam McGill. Estrella Dam. Mm. I go for mm. Estrella Dam. Jilted at the last minute. Yeah. Estrella Dam's a... a and John Spanish Gavin's lager. top! Uh, uh, they've actually got two entries in the top five, but West wow. again. Uh, West, I think they call it West Veer, as in four. Um, it's kind of like St. Mungo, but it's just a four percenter. Um, and when you think St. Mungo is a really cracking pint, and then you try a four, and then you're like, why was I fucking about with that St. Mungo? <laughs> um, it's just, it's just yeah. so, so nice. You don't really get that much of a hangover with it or anything. It's just dead clean, crisp. You hear that, Delicious. girls and boys? If you're not laughing, you're learning. Um, <laughs> but the thing, actually, the other week there, I did a gig in the Arches and I ended up talking to the guy who, they've got a brewery in the Arches in Glasgow, um, and it's Innocent Gun, and this guy was like the sort of chief brewer, um, and I just kept on saying to him, when they drink your stuff <laughs> <laughs> it's like giving me a pint of west and he was trying to get me to drink ipas and stuff and i said mate that's wasted on me <laughs> what do you stand nonsense. on cowboy lager the stand like cowboy lager's all right i quite uh, like it yeah. but if you there was tenants there would you pick the tenants or the cowboy hmm it's a difficult one <laughs> i probably mix and match like have one no <laughs> <laughs> no just like one that and then the, the tenants yeah um, the the cowboy lager. If I you see like any it. pubs that have got their own like lager, um, most of the time it's Bellhaven. Oh it's right, just, it's a Bellhaven oh, really? lager, and they oh. just put a wee sticker on the pump. Right, right. Because the Beehive in Edinburgh has got like Beehive lager. Ah, yes, just a bit something. Yes, well, yes, lager. Yeah, and yeah. God rest What's his soul. What's the the lager, cowboy really lager. Oh, that is cowboy, the that lager cowboy? I really don't like is Blue Moon. Is that a lager? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. it's got like an orange taste. Yeah. yeah, I really don't like it. I would, mm. One of my that favorite. offends me as a Scotsman. I'm just gonna go like, why are you adding fruit to this drink? You're like, give me the scurvy. We'll move on, with Paul. Yeah. Paul, what is your alcohol ad for this month? Um, well, mine's not gonna be alcohol. It's gonna be alcohol. <laughs> and uh, yes. it's basically the drink is going to be um, I'll hold out my arm and you can bite into it and drink whatever alcohol's in there 
So it's probably not. It doesn't sound great, but <laughs> <laughs> I will work. I will work hard. Yeah. <laughs> An alky vampire. Al- yeah. yeah. She want people to bite your arm. Yeah. Well, not just don't me. Use anyone. Shots. Anyone. Don't use anyone. Just kink shaving in here. No. Well, like, <laughs> well, like <laughs> no, but I. I have to allow it. I won't allow it. I won't, you know. Paul, no Paul keeps it consensual. Yeah, but it's just know? the the notion is there. But it's going to be any Pauls, not just me. So Paul McCartney, Paul Weller, grab um, life by the Pauls. Yeah, that's, what that's you it. Want. That's the tagline. I was just about to say that. Are <laughs> you sorry? <laughs> no. Got famous Pauls. Paul Simon. Paul Simon. Uh, Paul Whitehouse. Paul Whitehouse. Yes. It's all old middle-aged men and me. And you getting, they I'm would getting. I'm getting. Better. Yeah, I think Paul Probably McCartney. Sean Paul. Is Sean Paul a dance person? Paul Oakenfold. It's all it's all old okay, man. Yeah. So uh, thanks Paul. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll move that on to the winner. next round. I don't so we're going to round three. This is the Alco Facts of History. So Thomas, can you tell us your Alco Fact of History? I can indeed. Uh, my Alco Fact is in 1931, the first breathalyzer device was created by Roller Neil Hagen. Uh, yeah, I probably said that right, actually, because his name's that fucking weird. And he called it the uh, Drunkometer. <laughs> this is a real thing. He named it as a joke, and then it actually stuck as a thing. And that was a. So he invented the first breathalyzer, essentially. And what they did because they had such a high mortality rate from drunk driving, was that uh, people would breathe uh, into a balloon and uh, that would go through a acidified potassium permanganate solution. There you go. I even put that in a f- fucking phonetic way for me to say at this point in the show. Thanks, me. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you what, if there was alcohol in your breath sample, the solution changed colour. And I demand uh, that test if I'm driving. I want that one. Exactly. Bring forth yeah. the drunkometer. I demand the balloon test, I officer. Fucking breathalyzed in the 30s. You'd be like, every cunt is drunk right now. And yes. you're going after me? That's a cracking fact, Thomas. In. So, we'll move on then. Okay. John, what is your alcohol fact of history? Well, continuing my theme of lager, uh, my fact is um, we all know the drink Tenant Super. Um, Tenant Super is... My the first time I was ever drunk was on a can of Tenant Super. <laughs> uh, oh, Fourteen yeah. years old, me and mm. my mate managed to get two cans of Tenant Super, and um, we drank <laughs> it. And then I broke his pool table um, <laughs> because I, d- I don't know if you remember as a kid it used to be like you'd, you'd have a mate to have a pool table, but yeah. your bedroom wasn't big enough for the pool table, yeah. <laughs> so you had to like stand on the bed and to take shots uh, and stuff. Right. And I was kind of standing on his bed and I fell straight through, landed right in the pool table. And yeah, um, but Tenant Super obviously has got that reputation. But if you go to Italy, Tenant Super is like a delicacy. Um, it's really, it's wow. genuinely like people yeah. buy t shirts with Tenant Super on it as a mark of quality. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, it's, it's, it's like it's, I'm a good it's, person. It's, a very, it's like almost like a kind of brandy level of oh, this is such a fine product. Mm. Um, what they do, though, in Italy is they treat it almost like a liqueur. Mm. So they just sip it. So you would get, like, one bottle of it and you would just sip it with your dinner. Whereas, obviously, in Scotland, you buy four cans 
and piss yourself. <laughs> 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 um, but if you go to Italy, um, they sell it in like quite high class restaurants and all that sort of stuff. God, that's that's um, just the power of advertising, isn't it? Yeah. It really is brilliant. Um, well, so the, the only reason I we did the Tenants Brewery tour and they told us about it and I'd heard about it anyway and I've read mm. up about it as well. Um, but yeah, it's like they sell it as this quite high end wow. kind of product. I'd imagine it'd be the equivalent to like a kind of a, maybe not a champagne, but like a, the, a, a fine wine mm. kind of thing. So mm. yeah, there you go. That's, nuts. that's my that's my wee fact about it's lager. It's so weird the way brands products get appropriated in different ways. That mm. I mean. Uh, Buckfast isn't like the other way. Mm. Sort of got it's it's drank by you know. It's meant to be a tonic. Yeah, 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 yeah. just have a wee uh, a, a snifter, shot. a uh, shot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it? Uh, Carlsberg make a super as well. Is it? Because I've I'm pretty um, sure. Is it or Carling? Or I've ended up um, looking into these kind of things before. Yeah. Because um, I think I tried to write material about it, but I'm sure it was. I think it's special brew. Yes. Was made. I'm sure it was when Winston Churchill went to is it Denmark that Carlsberg's brewed? Yes. Um, they brewed it as this fucking special treat for Winston Churchill going to visit. Um, I don't know how I fucking remember this. <laughs> yeah. I honestly just had a flashback to a joke that never worked. Um, but the what had happened was Winston Churchill was coming to visit Denmark. You'll need, we'll possibly need to fact check this right? <laughs> uh-huh. but I'm sure it's special brew that they made this and it, that's why it was called special brew they made this special batch of lager um, and they tried to make it more fortified because it was for the UK market and basically that's that's what happened Winston Churchill the renowned alcoholic and drug addict <laughs> then they introduced him to fucking special lager <laughs> yeah. uh, there's Start a comedian the I can't remember who, who is he used to do the joke about um, like what was the meeting like when they had that? This is did they just sit down and go, we're just not getting our share of the tramp and down and out market. We just we need to. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, what, yeah. what can we do? Let's we quadruple the strength of the lager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, my li- my little brother bought me a can of it for my 18th birthday as a joke, and it came in a sort of jaundice color can. And I think he brought it as a joke. So I drank the whole thing, and I just remember that's the only time I've ever had it. But it tasted more metallic. Than the actual fucking can that it came in. <laughs> Do you know what, I've actually just googled it, oh, yeah. and I was right. Um, <laughs> it was first brewed in honour of Winston Churchill. Um, it was a Danish. It was a Danish. Uh, basically, Churchill was going to visit in 1950, and they wanted to create a, a lager that incorporated cognac flavours among its tasting notes. And <laughs> so, yeah. That's All that's of this is available on the Wikipedia page that, John is reading it from <laughs> right now. It's actually the BBC. Oh, it's oh the really? BBC. Yeah. So it's a reputable source. John is Gavin, the um, connoisseur yeah. of lagers. Honestly, <laughs> I'm, I've totally forgot I tried to do a joke about that. Right. And the premise that I tried to make up was just like bringing alcoholic Winston Churchill to Denmark and then going, here mate, try this. <laughs> <laughs> and then just going, fucking yeah. And I'm yeah, just yeah. being fucked in Denmark. Um, <laughs> wasn't it very funny? <laughs> well, yeah, on um, that note, we're going to Paul. Just, 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 <laughs> just add, it is oh. a seven point five percent proof lager. It's a proper wow. kick in the teeth. Yeah. So, Paul, what is your alcohol fact of history? Um, mine, I've googled it. It's not from the BBC website, but it was from mentalfloss.com. Oh, that well renowned yeah. source of knowledge. Source of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, Guinness. It's about Guinness. Guinness created its own superhero in Africa. 
So they have a superhero. Apparently, as part of an advertising campaign, Guinness created a full-length action film called Critical Assignment <laughs> that was shown in cinemas across Africa. And the story of the film... Critical Assignment Guinness just means like a guy that's just a bit of shit his pants. It just and having to get to the Tesco. It just sounds like bollocks, doesn't it? Uh, this sounds like all sh- bullshit. But apparently, uh, the story is about a strong journalist called Michael Power. And he tries to stop a corrupt politician from buying weapons with stolen money. Money. Um, so Power gets all his strength from Guinness. Yes. Oh, amazing. Wow. Drinking Guinness. So I don't know if he becomes Guinness man. Like you know, <laughs> like it's, it's weird that they've described him though as a strong journalist. Is yeah, he like, yeah. Is he like a weightlifter. I think he's just very good at getting dead, you know, deadlines. I don't know. Maybe he's just <laughs> very. Is yeah, he's very. So he's never good in Popeye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a silver he's box with just fucking white hair. Yeah, strong yeah. journalist. There was, a, there was, a, there was film I mentioned, Estrella Dam. Mm. It's a North film that came out last. I never looked it up, but I seen the adverts. But it had Peter Dinklage, the guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was they made this film all about Estrella Dam. And it was oh, like right. these people visiting, and there was uh, you'd need to look up. Oh, that sounds that like a th- fever dream. To be quite honest, is, yeah. honestly, it was because I remember the adverts been on at the time, and it was like people like having parties and drinking mm. with like fairy lights outside, and it looked all hipstery and cool. And Peter Dinklage could go and yeah, mm. it's great to be back and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. Um, I, I, just when we were talking about superheroes, though, because Canada did a series of um, ones called Captain Alcohol. Oh really? It's true, right? It was a series of comic books, ah. and it was designed to tell kids about the dangers of drink. Right, right. And right. he was—he was Captain Alcohol. Ah. He was literally the big fucking beer bottle or uh, really? on his chest. Yeah, I looked up all this stuff. It's true. I can confirm there is a film starring Peter Dinklage called uh, La Vida Nuestra, which is set in Nuestra de Dam. All right. There you okay. go. How much useless shit there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I must have missed really that I'm really pulling out your kind of like Rain Man moment. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. hot water burn baby. I do, I do <laughs> tell people I know a lot of useless shit, but I don't think they believe me until they start uh, talking to me. I feel like you would yeah. fucking destroy any pub quiz. I'm doing not bad in pub quizzes. Any, any yeah, cultural yeah, yeah. references, I'm not too bad. I'm very good with years, films. Flags is one of my ones. Oh, flags, flags. Yeah. But that's mostly because of football. Right, right, right. But, um, my knowledge of geography is based on football as well. Uh-huh. Like if you trade Danish, like a Danish town, I yeah, would know yeah. it was a Danish town because of a team that plays in Denmark. Uh-huh. Oh. Cool. Not yeah. only Denmark, other, other countries in Europe. I are. think I think we've thoroughly done the alcohol yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. So we'll move on to our next round. And we've got, is it the sober truth or a drunken lie? So Elliot's going to read his uh, two little short stories and then everyone has to decide what one is which. So Elliot. Roger, here he has two stories here. One's true, one's a lie. Up to you to decide, refer to the falsehood and to taste the tantalising truth. Your first story is about the origin of the term cocktail, which traces back to the innkeeper, Betsy Flanagan. Now, she was an American who her husband was killed in the American War for Independence. And in 1779, she opened up a bar in Yorktown, which is frequented by American and French soldiers. Nearby to the inn was an Englishman who raised chickens. 
Probably due to the current political climate, Betsy was none too fond of this neighbour, and she loved to promise her American and French patrons that one day she would serve them a meal of roast chicken. To which her guests would often mock her, claiming that this was all bravado and that she would never carry through with this plan. But one evening, that saw an unusual member of officers gathering at her inn, Betsy invited them all into the living room, where they all were served a grand meal of chicken, freshly acquired from the English neighbour. When the meal was over, Betsy moved her guests to the bar, where she proudly served up a round of brasseur which is commonly known as the uh, Baltimore Brasser nowadays, uh, a mixture of brandy, anisette, and an egg white. And Bessie had decorated each drink with a tail feather from the recently consumed chickens. To this, the officers would give free cheers to celebrate the defeats of this particular Englishman. Let's have some more cocktail, one officer would proclaim. To which a French officer would add, Viva le cocktail! And the drinking continued long into the night. Due to the soldiers spreading word across the globe, it has since become the most popular term to describe the cocktail. Mm. Mm. So, that's the story. Story number two, please, Elliot. Number two, right. The record for history's largest cocktail belongs to British Lord Admiral Edward Russell. In 1694, he threw an officer's party that employed a garden fountain as the punch bowl. The concoction was a mixture that included 250 gallons of brandy, 125 gallons of Malaga wine, 1,400 pounds of sugar, 2,500 lemons, 20 gallons of lime juice, and 5 pounds of nutmeg. A series of bartenders actually paddled around in small wooden canoes, filling up guests' cups. Not only that, but they had to work in 15-minute shifts to avoid being overcome by the fumes and falling overboard. The party continued non-stop for a full week, pausing only briefly during rainstorms to erect a silk canopy over the punch to keep it from getting watered down. In fact, the festivities didn't end until the fountain had been drunk completely dry. So there we have it. Is it mm, cocktails? Hi. Or is it punch bowls? Which one is the sober truth and what one is the drunken lie? The thing I'm just trying to clarify is the second story is that the truth of the lie part, is it is, is, is the story that it happened or is the story that it is the world's largest cocktail? It's the story did it happen. Did it happen, okay. Because I was thinking if it had been, the, was that the largest mm-hmm. cocktail? I'm like, fucking Roy well, Castle. Uh, <laughs> Roy <laughs> Castle would have fucked that. It would be both. So if this story is true, then it would mean that it's the largest luxurious cocktail ever made. Mm. All right. Well, I, 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 there you go then. Mm. I think Norris McWhorter or Roy Castle would have <laughs> shut her on top of that. I mean, I could imagine that in a kids' TV show. So uh, you go and you're <laughs> saying cocktails, true? I think the cocktail sounds plausible. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think based on the first story, the idea that any sort of English and French people would sit down for any reason probably sounds implausible you know based <laughs> on history you know what i mean thank you mr brexit i'm just well i'm not i'm just saying that they're you know they've got a history 100 years of which was not the most fucking on board in fact they named it the 100 year war they did indeed that's what i was referring to so uh and i, can't I don't know but then the, then the idea of a big garden party where someone was just like fucking chuck all the shit we have in a big bowl mix it up and see what happens you know i think we've all been there lads <laughs> we? we've all made our own death mix concoction oh, yeah. so at one point in seen, i've definitely seen time. been a party where there was a bath yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. the origin of bathtub gin that's mm. they yeah. used to make it like that i've seen an episode of bottom where they have a bath with the cocktail yeah. mm-hmm. and they uh they put cups in it but they keep melting the cups keep melting so <laughs> oh, I, I like the, the draft and he watched the show the, the last man on earth I watched um, a few episodes. Will Forte, yeah, yeah. So it's worth watching. But yeah. he does this whole thing. He's always got a paddling pool full of margarita. <laughs> <laughs> he just sits in it with a straw. That's good. <laughs> so, 
Mm. You're going to vote for the big cocktail then? I think I'm going to go with the big cocktail as well. Yeah, it seems so more plausible. So I'd uh, say. I, I, I think the punch bowl thing. The punch yeah. bowl? Yeah. So it's punch bowl, punch bowl. Pun- two punch it's bowls. It's true. That is true. Is I would say the, I think that the cocktail's true and the punch bowl's a lie. So you think the punch oh. bowl's a lie? Yeah. You Thomas, do you think the punch bowl's the truth? I, I would say the mm. punch bowl's true. Yeah. Um, I'll go for the cocktail being true. The cocktails, and that's the two punch votes for the cocktail being a lie. Elliot, can you please tell us what is the drunken lie and what is the sober truth? Well, I can confirm the entire affair and story of uh, Bessie Flanagan and her uh, chicken stealing cocktails is in fact all cobblers. That is a complete lie, which does mean no. that Edward Admiral Ed Russell did indeed make an entire garden punch bowl. Right. <laughs> yeah. I called it, see? <laughs> Any old <laughs> shit just chucked in a bowl, plausible. That's one of my favourite... idea of cross-relations <laughs> between countries, not so much. That is yeah. one of my favourite stories, that one actually with the, the giant punch bowl thing. I genuinely was like, this guy is a fucking legend. <laughs> There we go. So mm. I think we've thoroughly worked out what it is. I think yes. Thomas was the complete winner on that one. So you get the well points. Done, well Thomas. done. Thank you very much. Always the points. Yeah. So as we move on to the final round, let's finish the alcohol quote. So we'll just crack straight away with um, always do sober what you say you'll do drunk. That way we'll teach you. Nailing your foreskin to a ferret is a very bad idea. <laughs> Thank you, Elliot. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Always do so with what you say you'll do drunk. That way, that will teach you how to climb scaffolding safely. I think I've said it before, but it, it's still fucking best. <laughs> <laughs> Always do so with what you say you'll do drunk. That will teach you. Um, I think that it, it works as that, but if you use a different inflection. Always do so with what you said you'd do drunk. That'll teach you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That'll fucking teach you. Very Scottish answer there. Always do sober what you say you do drunk, that will teach you. You cunt. <laughs> it's, it's actually... Very Northern Irish there. Always do sober what you say you do drunk, that will teach you to keep your mouth shut. That was er- Ernest Hemingway. Okay, so we'll move on to the next one. In wine there is wisdom, in beer there is freedom, in water there is... A designated driver. <laughs> he would <laughs> drown. In, in wine there is wisdom, in beer there is freedom, in water there is... Limescale. Limescale. <laughs> in wine there is wisdom, in beer there is freedom, in water there is... Disappointment. Disappointment. <laughs> in wine there is wisdom, in beer there is freedom, in water there is... My balls. Fuck you again. Just drawn from my experience. It was, in wine there is wisdom, in beer... <laughs> Dunk him in. In the pub. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just you swanning about your house. (laughs) Sticking your bars in all the water. (laughs) In wine there is wisdom, in beer there is freedom, in water there is bacteria. That was Benjamin Franklin. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, I cook with wine sometimes. I marinate myself. (laughs) I cook with wine sometimes. I consider renaming my wife. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I cook with wine. Sometimes I uh, need to put toilet paper in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all done that. Yeah. 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 It's just a nice comfort. Yeah. No, I think I've done it. No, a certain ah. curry with too many green chilies. Uh, toilet oh. paper in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I cook with wine. Sometimes I have dark thoughts. <laughs> 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 so I cook with things. Sometimes I even add it to food. Food that was WC Fields. So alcohol may be man's worst enemy, but 
I'd choose it over man's best friend. <laughs> Alcohol may, may be man's worst enemy, but... Dick Cheney made money off the Iraq war. <laughs> <laughs> right. Actually, I can't. It's all false. That's not, I'm okay. Not, not fair enough. Alcohol may be man's worst enemy, but... You obviously haven't met my ex-wife. Alcohol may be man's worst enemy, but... Skeletor is He-Man's worst enemy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I've got nothing. Sorry, mate. It's, calling it's, a, about, yeah. it's yeah. alcohol, maybe man's worst enemy, but the Bible says love your enemy, and that was Frank Sinatra. Okay. Mm. Right, so an intelligent man is sometimes forced to be... On a Monday evening podcast. <laughs> <laughs> an intelligent man is sometimes forced to be... Someone who wishes I weren't on the Monday evening podcast. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> An intelligent man is sometimes forced to be hanged in a prison cell to protect a prince. Ah, <laughs> totally unrelated to alcohol, mm. just the forced bit. <laughs> An intelligent man is sometimes forced to be in a red raw green room. <laughs> so an intelligent man is sometimes forced to be drunk so he can spend time with fools. That was Ernest Hemingway. It's the last one we can do it. I don't have a drinking problem, Sept. Wheat Nueva Dis. That was too highbrow for me, so <laughs> I don't have a drinking problem, Sept. I fucking figured it out. <laughs> I figured my problem out. That's what I'm was getting that you at. Tried that was, yeah, only three oh, years, and that's the best I can do, Jim. Scottish so accent is better than mine. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Paul. I'll see if I can deliver this in a Welsh accent. Please to, do. I would re- love to hear your Indian repay, accent. Just to repay that, that yeah. cultural slant. I don't have a drinking problem, Sept. I've been fucking sheep all day, boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's, not, it's just one of those Welsh phrases. It is indeed. Uh, linked with Mumbai, apparently. <laughs> Cracking. I can't believe it. One one time I did do a Welsh accent by accident, and it turned out that if I did, um, like, Tom Jones, I was doing the Monday Night Improv at the stand, and they'd said I had to be a Welsh Madonna. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was the bit where they do you Express the guest. yourself. And I just kept on going out. What was it I was saying? Uh, I was, was going to go to the bingo, so I decided to go to the Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> the Vogue. The Vogue. The Vogue. The Vogue. Strike the pose, there's nothing oh, to it. Boy, oh. Boy, oh. <laughs> Burning down the house. Yeah, all that. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's cracking, boys. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I don't have a drinking problem, Sept. <laughs> Sis is blood poisoning. Sis <laughs> is blood poisoning. As I don't have a drink problem, except when I can't get drunk. That was Tom Waits. Can you do well, Tom Waits? Just Tom Waits. Tom, Tom, wow. Yeah. Is he Who's from the WC field? He was a vaudeville actor. He's a wrestler. He was a wrestler? Yeah, Tom Waits. So that's us. Uh, we've actually made it yeah. to the end. So, Elliot. Last call for alcohol. So the bell has rung and the doors have closed. Now it's time to go over to Elliot and find out who gets the drinks bill. Yes, baby, it's cold outside, but you really can't stay. Based on the monthly recommended amount of alcohol intake, players are ranked out of a total of 90 units. After this month's tippling travesty, our king consumer is Paul McDaniel with a total of 75. In second place is Thomas Craven with 61. And in last place picking up the bill is the intoxicated ignoramus John Gavin with 40. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like, share and subscribe. Taking part in this month in drinking history was Paul McDaniel, John Gavin and Thomas Craven. The questions were attempted to be asked by me, Ian TC, and keeping an eye on the bar tab was Elliot Simpson. 
Remember, this is just a bit of fun. Please always drink responsibly and if you have any problems with alcohol, please go to the website drinkaware.co.uk. This podcast was sponsored by The Comedian Tattoo and you can find out more about comedy events on the website goodtattoos.com forward slash comedy. Cheers!